Welcome. Good to have you here. This is for the love of country with Atinoke Ojenema. You are listening because you love your country and you're willing and desiring to make a difference. Thank you for joining me here. Good day, people. My name is Atinoke Ojenema. I am a patriotic Nigerian and a nation builder. I love my country isn't by mouth. This week, I will be sharing on betrayal of trust. Today, as I speak, I am sad, disappointed, and deeply hurt. I woke up on Wednesday morning, October 21, 2020, numb. I lacked the energy to do anything at all. I couldn't think clearly or straight. I just couldn't get up from bed and go about my day, even in the house due to the state's curfew. I momentarily lost motivation. I guess I was in a state of shock. In total disbelief of the event of Tuesday evening, October 2020, between 7pm and 8.30pm, the Lekki Massacre, where our youths were killed and our leaders looked away. Really? Could this be the pains of betting the Nigeria of our dreams? A new Nigeria? I kept thinking, questioning, and searching for answers, even as I muttered prayers ceaselessly all night and day. I forgot hunger. Sleep was far from my eyes. Yet, I was tired. Tired of all that was happening in the country. True. I had always known and said that the Nigeria of our dreams would not fall on a platter of gold. I had always known and said that it will require some level of sacrifices. I also know it won't come easily or cheap, but I sincerely do not know the weight of what I had always said and the depth of the reality until the evening of Tuesday, October 2020, when reality dawned on me. Oh, what a black Tuesday. How can, seriously, how can a government set up to govern, lead and protect and provide for our own people and citizens, be the one to kill our own young people? What still, our future leaders, over what exactly? Is it for a peaceful, well-organized and coordinated protest at Lekki over same answers and police brutality, hashtag end bad governance, or is there more to it? How life or nation threatening are those defenseless, peaceful protesters? Or don't they have the fundamental right to protest again in a democratic system? How can the military shoot at, injure and kill peaceful, harmless citizens? protesting for their rights to live, their rights for a better life. Who ordered the army to attack and shoot? Why should they even shoot at all? What happened to the use of other options like tear gas and all? Wow, yet no one is taking responsibility. Where was Governor Sowolu when the military were shooting at his people? Couldn't he have intervened? Could the military embark on such mission without his knowledge? 
Yet, he showed up on a day after on national TV to push blame to forces beyond his control and denied no fatalities. Really, we would like to know those invisible forces beyond his control that held him so incapacitated to perform his oath of office, his responsibility to protect every lives in Lagos State. And so, right under his watch, under his leadership as Lagos State Governor, he allowed his own people, whom he swore to protect, die cheaply for the country they believe in, for the country they believe is theirs, and the beautiful future they believe is possible. Yet, Governor Sonwolu showed up on TV to claim no fatalities. While it's all over social media, pictures of people who died due to the Lekito Gates massacre. Hours are fast rolled into this, the President, Federal Republic of Nigeria, the Commander-in-Chief of Armed Forces, President Muhammadu Buhari, is still in action, oblivious of the situation in Lagos and generally happenings across Nigeria. We are yet to hear from our elected President on the evasion of military men who shot, injured, and killed young, vibrant, armless, and defenseless, peaceful protesters singing the national anthem, raising the Nigerian flag, humbly seated in respect of the armed, uniformed military men who, without wasting time, went ahead to shoot their fellow Nigerians. Again, who made that order? Besides, those soldiers, are they not first human beings? they Nigerians before they became soldiers. Even as soldiers, their responsibility is to defend the people, the country, respect the anthem and the flag. But no, they didn't. Instead, they shot at the people they were to defend. Again, the question is, whose interests are they actually defending? I admire and salute the braveness, courage, audacity and unity of our young people all over the country. Embarking on peaceful protests, most especially those who were slain at Lekki Gate on Tuesday. These ones are the true heroes and heroines. These ones are the leaders with no titles. They spoke up and stood up for the Nigeria of their dreams. These ones died for what they believed in. This is remarkably incredible and we pray Nigeria will be better for it. They did what Governor Sowolu failed to do. They did what President Wari failed to do. They did what party leader Ashwajubola Ahmed Tinumbu failed to do. They did what the generation before them failed to do. They lost the citizens' trust in government to truly defend, protect, and provide for them. We cannot trust the leaders who ordered the killing of our own brothers and sisters anymore. The citizens are afraid in their own country to exercise their fundamental rights and demand for a better future. Our today's leaders betrayed us as they keep oppressing us, terrorizing and intimidating us with our own collective power vested in their hands. So, what's the whole essence of leadership and government? Without listening and responding to the demands of responsibilities and accountability of the people they govern? Hmm. I know we are hungry and unhappy. I know we are all hurt and pain at the turn out of protests that started peaceful. Yet, as one of you, as a fellow citizen that I am, I plead with us, let us not in any way encourage in violence or vandalization of properties. Let us beware of hijackers and opportunists. Let's beware of criminals, hoodlums, who apparently want to exploit the situation for their own gain, whether they are sponsored, sent, or it is a genuine expression of their hunger. Violence can only bear violence. 
It brings losses of more lives and properties with no return of any gain. We also should beware of politicians or political actors from trying to use or steal the moments of national pain to score cheap personal political points. As usual, trying to play on our emotions, to bring about tribal and religious sentiments, to create lines of division and disunity. This we shouldn't allow people. The issue remains a Nigerian issue. It is a fight for a better Nigeria, and it should remain so. It is quite commendable how our youth started out and have remained united in the cause of answers and bad governance. Truly, there's been unity of purpose. So please, guys, let's stay focused to our long-term dream of a developed Nigeria and our short-term demand of end corruption and bad governance or our immediate demand to end SARS or SWAT. Let's not let fear set in. Let's not be discouraged or overwhelmed at all. Instead, let's leverage on the momentum gained and for the sake of our young people who died during the course of the week to further demand for accountability and institutional reforms until we deliver a better Nigeria for our children. So for now, I suggest we retreat for our emotional, mental and psychological being is most important for health and living. While at that, we re-strategize and relaunch productively for better results. I'm sure we all do not want more losses of lives. So let's be kind and show love to everyone for no particular reason. Still, we keep praying and finding suitable, sustainable solutions as we agitate for change. We develop policies and then be a responsible participator. Friends, Let's keep hope alive. A developed Nigeria is possible. Together, we will build the Nigeria of our dreams. The future, the future has, the future has come. Thank you for tuning in today. Please kindly do so Encourage others too by sharing this with your contacts. Together we will build the Nigeria of our dream.